Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Dating Funnies. Happy New Year. Woohoo, here we go into another year of fun dating. Or not. Hey, so I haven't really had too many dates. Hope maybe you folks all have over the holiday season. It's kind of like everyone's just kind of disappeared. Maybe rightfully so. We've had weather problems here in Seattle. We've had flight issues getting in and out of Seattle, as many parts of our nation, the U.S., has had all kinds of the, the challenges with getting from one destination to the next with wind, flood, snow, ice, you name it. But during that time frame, when I had lots of time to contemplate dating and what to do next or not do, I think I chatted about it before, I'm not sure, but I went to a uh, holiday party, and it was kind of fun. It's nice sitting around talking to everybody, and there's this one lady that I'm kind of interested in. I could see that she was kind of interested in me and flirting and stuff, but I stopped at that because I'm tired of asking people out. I'm tired of being told, no, you're not the one. Out of the gate. So, yeah, maybe I'm part to blame why I'm not dating someone, but after a while you just get tired of it. And I don't know what to do, what to go forward. So, I was listening to some TikToks that I've found. And one of the things that I found was this thing now called Zero Dating. I don't know if any of you folks have heard this or not, but uh, Christia Wallace found this on TED Talk. She has a platform or idea that she uses in her dating, and it's basically called Zero Dating. And it's basically agreed to meet someone for one drink for one hour. And if you do that, you might be able to get two or three dates in on one day. But your whole objective is not to ask or to, to in your mind, think, are they the one, like so many of us do when we meet someone, but you go one drink, one hour, and the only question she suggested you ask yourself is this, would I like to have dinner with this person? And if you would, then you work to have a date with them. And she goes on to talk about someone that she had met in this process and got to talking to him. And fast forward, she's dating him. They've got pets, house plants together, and so forth, so forth. So it seemed to work for her. So I would challenge each and every one of you, including myself, I'll agree to go meet someone for an hour for one drink, and while I'm talking to them, getting to know them to see if they'd be someone I'd want to have dinner with. I've also seen some of our local meetups are now starting to try to convey to people, look, put down the phones, let's go out and meet people face to face. So like all things that ebb and flow, I think people are tired of the swiping left and swiping right, and it really is best to go meet someone. I mean, you can you can chat with somebody on text or Tinder or Bumble, whatever the platform is. You can chat with them for weeks on end. They may not be the person they say they are. They may be catfishing you. They may have put on a hundred pounds or they may be into drugs or they may have six exes and 10 kids you just don't know because a lot of people are keyboard warriors and they don't really you don't really can't tell if you're connecting or not because you don't, you don't really know what's going on in the conversation and text and of course text and emails they're never received as they were intent are they not I mean we read them or not yeah, we're reading them as as if 
something we would say, and it may not be what what is meant to be said or what the ref, the, the what the person had intended for it to, us to feel like through that texting. So I challenge you to do the zero dating, and look it up. Her name is Christina Wallace, called Zero Dating. Then I found another TikTok that says three reasons why people are still single. She goes on to say unrealistic expectations. We're too rigid in our thoughts of what we want in that person we're dating or that next partner. And I would agree. I've kind of etched myself in stone. I don't want this. I don't want that. And they have to look a certain way. They need to act a certain way. And I know of a couple where a guy in my office trying to set this couple up and the guy just did not like how she dressed. And she dressed very fashionable. But she was wearing the latest trends and he just didn't like some of those trends. And so he fought it all the way. And this uh, friend in the office, he kept kind of nudging them to get together. And here they are married. They've got a, a baby boy and another one on the way. And it's a uh, relationship and marriage is working. But he kept getting into his own way. It's kind of like my neighbor's daughter. She's five foot tall and she don't want to date anyone that wasn't at least five foot tall. 10 tall, she was 5'10", because when she put her heels on, she was too tall. Come to find out, a year later, she was dating someone that she kept saying no to because he was only 5'8". They've been dating for a while, and she said he's like the best boyfriend she's ever had, and yet she fought that too. Here's a big one, because this is kind of where I'm at. Lack of effort. Uh, we're not willing to change. We're going to get up, go to work, go home, and stay home. That's what I've been doing. I know I need to change, but I'm like, eh, I just don't want to go through the hassle. I tried doing that around Christmas time, and we had some football games. I thought, well, I'll go to the local pub and watch uh, the football game. Well, the service was shitty. Never did get the meal I ordered an hour and a half later. My team was losing, and I was sitting there by myself. I'm like, what the hell? I could do that at home. So now I'm reluctant to do that, which means that we're not talking to anyone. We're not planning on any dates. And if we do, you know, a lot of people just don't show up for the dates, meaning they don't dress for the date. I try to make sure I put on some nice clothes, I smell good, and you know, nice shoes so I present myself reasonably well to have a fighting chance of someone saying, wow, he's put together well. He, he dresses nice. but so I, And I would agree with that. You know, we're not talking to anyone. We're not planning dating on anyone. We're not planning dates. And we're not showing up for the dates. And then she says the most important thing is our mindset. <laughs> Again, that's where I'm at. What we believe is what we're going to receive. Now, I've tried to change that mindset. The universe keeps throwing people at me that I... I don't think are good fits for me for a variety of different reasons. But I don't know, maybe it's time for me to pull back and say, look, and I, I used to have the spirit of, look, universe, just send me what you want to have in front of me and I'll meet with them. I'm happy to meet with people. I'm in sales. But I've kind of gotten jaded over all of this, even as I look into the new year. And I'm at an age now, I just had a recent birthday, to where... What the heck? I mean, what what really is my audience? Who really is going to be interested in dating someone that really is getting up there in age? So I'm, I'm kind of planting my own seeds about, I'm just going to stay single and not try to date anyone. It to, I don't want to, but at the same time, I'm like, what's the point? 
I, I saw something the other day that's in a dating over the age of 50. It could be even the age over 40. It's kind of like finding that one shopping cart at Walmart that has good wheels on it, right? It's such a challenge. Now, here's something I heard on the news, and I looked it up some more, too. This is an idea you might want to implement in the new year. A gentleman down in San Francisco had a partner for, it looks like for a year and a half. They made it through the pandemic. And he and his partner broke up, and so, rightfully so, he's disappointed, he's sad, he's depressed. And he said, look, I got to do something. So he came up with an idea, sat on it. But worked on it, worked on it, finally came up with this thing called the Rebound Brochure. And he put together a brochure about himself, who he is, what he's looking for, uh, what's the positives about him, maybe a few negatives in there. And he was passing that around town, kind of a shy person. And then he uh, decided to put on social media. And so he's really getting a lot of traction off it. All the people seem to think that he's doing it for ego. And he's actually really just trying to to uh, to meet someone and kind of narrow down the search. His name is Kyle Kaiser, K-E-Y-S-E-R. I found him on the SF Gate paper, I guess, or blog. And you might want to look it up. It's San Francisco man is recovering from it. The breakup, so he started handing out rebound brochures. Not a bad idea. Maybe I should do that. I don't. Where would I? Where would I put mine? In the assisted living homes. I mean, that's kind of how I feel sometimes. And then another uh, TikToker said something that just really reminded me of a couple situations that I've run into. Is, and I have it on my desk at home that says, you know, we're never too busy for what we feel is important. And she goes on to say that they're just not into you if they're consistently telling you that they're too busy. You know, every now and then, great. But if they're too busy to text you, they leave you on read, and they're too busy to meet up with you, they're too busy to do this, too busy to do that, then it's time to bail on that. Next, you know, four-letter word, next. Let's move on to the next person because if, if they felt that interested in you, they'd make time for you. That's been my fall down is when I meet someone I like them, I, I make myself available. I, I can set my schedule. I'm flexible. I'll try to do the little things that they like but when, I, when they're not matching my energy and they're too busy. I keep pushing, hoping that they'll get unbusy and want to do something with me. And that's bad on me. I set myself up for false expectations, right? You can't make people love you the way you want to be loved. I get all that. Then another TikToker came out and said, five red flags. What are the five red flags that, that women kind of project onto men, that what men don't like about women, the five red flags to men? And she says, when you leave a man on read. Yeah, that's frustrating. We all expect that we send a text and we get a response within a reasonable amount of time. What is that reasonable amount of time? An hour, two hours, four days, two weeks? Yeah, I think a reasonable amount of time is wherever you're at in your response. But everyone has a phone on their hip. So you would think that they would respond at least within an hour, maybe two, because they might actually be busy at work or doing something. She also says to be clean. Well, that's a big deal for me. Do your hair, your nails, good hygiene. Men do not want dating 
dirty chicks, as she put it. And yeah, if you show up and we're on a date, I can tell you haven't washed your hair and you haven't put on a makeup, then you haven't been very intentional, right? I'm uh, supposed to accept you as is. You, you know, you want us men to show up and be intentional, not show up with our, with our uh, unshaven face and wearing t-shirts and raggedy jeans that haven't been washed in a month. You wouldn't like that. We don't like it either. Here's a big one. She goes on to say, be consistent with your behavior. That goes for both people, I think. Be consistent. Because once you're not consistent, then you're not being truthful to you or to them. Be consistent with your attitude. Be consistent with your behavior. Don't go sideways over one little misstep here or there. Just constantly be consistent because it goes right into the next one. No one, not women, not men, especially men, we don't like drama. So like for me in my life, I don't have kids that I have to take care of. My son's off the family payroll, has been for years. I don't have grandkids that I'm raising. My son and his wife are doing a very good job of raising their own kids. I don't have parents to take care of. Both of my parents have passed on. But I have found that people in their 50s and 60s, they've got kids still at home. They're raising grandkids. They're taking care of elderly parents. And that's all great. Those are all great things for sure for those family dynamics. But I don't want those dynamics in my world. I'm in a drama-free world. I want to keep it drama-free best I can, right? She says, be a happy person. Quit with all the drama. You know, I was talking to some lady recently that, and I don't know where it goes with her. I'm at that point where it's like she's always too busy, right? And we're chatting and never has time to get together. And so now I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm just chatting now just to have somebody to chat with. But every time I talk to her, it's always about some problem that she has in her world. And I finally said to her, I said, look, I'm more than happy to listen to your trials and challenges you have. But if that's all I got to listen to all the time, then I'm out. I'm not, you know, golly, can we at least not have more positive energy? more positive interaction. Water seeks its own level, so don't pull me down to your level because every time I turn around, there's something wrong in your world. You know, so it'd be interesting to see what she does with that over time. And then the last one's a huge deal. I saw this, I think a little movie clip somewhere or something where this lady was very irate at her husband, rightfully so, because he cheated on her. And he happened to be cheating with someone that was about the same age as him, I guess, in the 40s. And his wife is mad, and she says, what, is she prettier than me? Is she cuter than me? Is she thinner than me? Does she have more money than me? And he says to her, he says, she's softer than you. She's softer. He goes, yes, all you do is criticize me. You're always telling me what I'm doing wrong or what you don't like about me. She's softer than you. Yeah. How would you like it, women, if we criticized you all the time? Men don't like to be criticized either. How about an open line of communication? Let's chat about what's working, what's not, so we can kind of make it work as opposed to saying next, right out of the gate over one little misstep. Do not criticize him. Do not criticize her. I mean, we're sabotaging ourselves, right? Lots of things to think about as we go into the new year. I'm hoping the new year brings you great success in your dating life. If you're just dating, casual dating, have fun, be safe, enjoy yourself. Why not? If you are 
being intentional and you want to have a relationship, you want to get married, I hope that success finds you too. So here's to feeling thankful for the year behind us and enthusiastic for the year ahead and our efforts to meet people, have fun, and eventually find a partner that we can travel uh, the rest of our journey with. So with that said, wishing you health, wealth, and new blessings to count each day in 2023. Happy New Year, and thanks again for listening to Dating Funnies. Again, I can be reached at D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Happy New Year.